Welcome everybody to the podcast where we pour out weekly business lessons. I'm your host, Joe Pardo, and my guest today is making his dreams come true by taking action one step at a time. Dreamers, wherever you are right now, help me out by giving a big warm welcome to our guest, Hani Mora. Hey. Woo! Woohoo! Love that intro. Oh, thank you. Hani, how, how you been, man? I'm doing well, Joe. How are you? I uh tired, but but <laughs> very happy. Very, very happy. Um, Hani, why don't you get started by giving background about yourself? Yeah, I um I'm a software guy. I call myself a softwarepreneur because I love creating software tools to help, you know, content creators get their content and their message out to the world. So I I found my passion, which is content creation and software, put them together and kind of made a business out of it. That's that's kind of me in a nutshell. Ah, I, I love it. I use uh, quite a few of your products. Uh, why don't we go through some of those products, like so people get a better idea of like what it is that you know what need you're fulfilling here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, my first product that came out was based on a need that I had as a content creator, video YouTuber. Um, basically, takes your YouTube videos and automatically adds them to your WordPress site. And so I built that tool kind of for myself, and it got me in the space for building tools. People loved it. People loved the automation. And, and I went from there to a similar plugin for podcasting, and which kind of evolved into a podcast player as well. Then I have one for Facebook Live. So the idea is taking your content and repurposing it to other platforms, um, primarily your WordPress site. So it makes blog posts, embeds the audio player or the Facebook Live or the YouTube video, and you don't have to do anything. It just does it for you automatically. And the latest one is is basically taking your videos and your podcast and distributing them to other platforms like YouTube and Facebook. So I've always been a fan of creating content once and getting it out to multiple channels. And all my tools are designed around automating that step. Oh, uh, yeah. And I use... Uh... I use Simple Podcast Press. I've used the uh, the the Facebook Live one, the social media. Was it Simple Simple Social Media? Social Press, yeah. Social Press. Social Press, yeah. And I use Repurpose uh, every single week for this show, and you might be listening to it on, on YouTube right now because of uh, Repurpose. Awesome, awesome. So let's let's dive in a little bit to what were some of the first steps you took when you decided to like get into programming because like that that's what you do right? Yeah, I mean I don't call myself a programmer. I mean I did study computer engineering when I went to university way back in the day, um, but I've always had I don't know I've always been a I call myself a creator and an architect. So what I mean is I like to create things. I like taking building blocks like Legos and putting them together. I've always loved that as a kid, building things with Legos. So to me, I treat like software as a tool because I learned software. I understand how software works. I'm not the greatest developer, but I know how to code. Um, but um, I just thought, let me take my skills and my passion. Software is my tool. Uh, my passion has always been video and content. Um, so that's kind of how I, it's like, I didn't know what I was going to build, but I just knew I wanted to combine my, my skill sets and my passion. Hmm. And so one, at what point did you realize like this was going to become a, a thing for you? <laughs> it's every day I wake up, I'm like, 
man, I can't believe this is a thing. And it's, it's going to get bigger. In my head, it's going to get bigger. Um, but it all started, um, probably, I want to say, four years ago. With my, the first WordPress plugin that I developed, I was make, like I said earlier, I was making it for myself. I wanted to make this tool that automates this, uh, this thing for me because I knew it was a pain point for me. So I just knew that I needed to get it done. I knew that you know, I had a job, a full-time job. I was working on this on the side. And I knew that I had to get help, right? So that's, that's kind of one thing I, I realized early on is I can't do this all myself. So I did go and outsource this project and work with a developer to kind of get it out the door as a prototype quickly. And uh, that was the key, is to get it out in front of people quickly, get feedback, and then decide whether it would continue or we put the brakes and we try something else. So what kind of feedback did you wind up getting? I got amazing feedback. Um, I ended up partnering with somebody who I was helping edit and launch their podcast. And we became business partners for this new project, at my, the, the first software I created. And he got it. He had a good audience. We got it in front of his audience. Well, I got it in front of him, and he loved the idea. We got it in front of his audience. We got about 20 beta testers. And the feedback was amazing. And the most important thing was, the most important feedback was people actually used it. Um, I, was, I learned that you know, when you give people free stuff, if it's not great, even if it's free, they're not going to use it. But I would say about half to 75% of the beta testers were actually using it regularly. And they were giving feedback and saying, oh, can, we, can it do this? Can it do that? Just, just the fact that they used it just gave me like a sign that, okay, I'm onto something, that something we've got to continue. And it was, it was a prototype. It wasn't a fully working uh, plug-in, but it was a prototype. And they got it for free. But it was, that was kind of like, that gave me the hope that, not the, the confidence that said, okay, well, I've just built something that people are seeing value in and it's kind of gave me the motivation to continue. Now, um, that was actually one of our previous guests here. Yes. Uh, I learned that. Uh, the, name is, the, the name is escaping me, unfortunately. Uh, Sean, Sean Malarkey. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, he was on like a long time ago, uh, back in 20, like January 2015. Uh, episode 124. This is like episode 300, like Oof. 20 or something. So almost 200 episodes ago. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, it just like I, I discovered that on your podcast the other day. I was like, oh, I was I mentioned to you a few months ago. I'm like, oh, Sean's on your show. I didn't realize that. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. So let's let's uh, talk about um, have you have you transitioned into to doing this full time yet? Uh, not not yet. So not I did. Yet. I am doing about four days a week of uh, full time, uh, like you know, my regular job, which is in the same space. I do software, managing software, uh, managing team software development, and then you know I do this on the side uh, evenings and then the one day a week. So, but it's 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 all about getting the confidence and getting a team together, right? Because you can't do everything, whether you're starting a project, software or not software, you need to have a team that can work with you. And um, of course it takes money and investment to, to, to pay these people or pay the team. But uh, once I proved the concept and I got some traction, I was, I was comfortable doing it. I was comfortable paying somebody on a full-time base, not full-time, I want to say close to full-time hours because you know, the software was generating revenue additional software that came after was generating revenue. So, you know, it was risky in the beginning, 
uh, I took a risk. I did invest money without having a, to get it built initially, but it, it definitely paid off. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, there's always you know steps along the way that you know when you get when you finally get there and you're you're paying yourself full time as well, you'll be uh, looking back and like, man, it didn't seem all that long ago that mm. I was uh, trying to make this a, a reality. Yeah, and it's it's so to me, it's just like I'm so driven by it because I'm excited about it. It's something I'm really really excited that you know I, I I still have that balance. I have a family, I have two kids, and you know I still want to keep that balance at home, especially on the weekends. I try not to do work, very little work on the weekends because, you know, it's family time. So I try to keep that balance intentional. I don't want to go overboard. If I do go overboard, my wife tells me, hey, you're, you're steering off, you're focusing too much on work. And, you know, that's kind of the great feedback I get from my wife. And it's good. It keeps me in check. So definitely if you're doing this as a side or full time, like balance is key. It's good for your. It's good for your soul. Good for your brain. Good. For, it's good. Good for your family. Good. It's just good for everyone when you have balance. So I mean, you just lobbed up the 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 next question like real <laughs> easy. Like for me, uh, how did your family take it when you first decided that you were going to not just work, you know, four or five days a week? Um, my wife was supportive. She we I started the software project. Um, uh, we had we only had our first daughter. We only had one daughter, and it was rough. You know, when you have your first baby, you don't really know what's going on, <laughs> and you're trying <laughs> to figure it out as you go along. Every day is a challenge, but she just saw that I was excited about this thing, and it was it wasn't only a fun project. There was a business behind it. It was actually we were selling products, and uh, you know, she she just she just said, "Do what you got to do. I'm here to support you." Um, it, it was tough at times because you know, I'm working in the evenings. We're watching TV together, but I'm kind of on the laptop doing it um, while we're watching TV. So it's it was tough in the beginning, but now that we got it, things rolling, you know, four years later, hopefully I got my act together and got a little more systems in place, have a little bigger team. So now I'm at a point where it's, you know, I work hard, but I realize once kids are home and evening time, it's very minimal. I'm on the laptop, if any. I try to avoid it if I can. Especially weekends. Weekends is, I want to say, ninety nine percent off, off work stuff. Facebook is a different story, but, but <laughs> work stuff. <laughs> I try to stay off of it um, because you have to. It's good for you. It's good for your family because business is important for you. But it's important for me. But it's not the most important thing. It's it's to keeping the family together, keeping everybody happy, and spending time because the kids are growing up. My daughters are four and eight, and they're growing up really fast. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and i i agree i mean i i always am, am battling with that uh spending too much time or not enough time making making sure everything's in balance and check and trying to spend the weekends uh with my family you know i um it's yeah it's definitely not easy because it, and it's easy to get carried away uh because you know because the, the thing is when it's just, mostly just you you're in a in a situation. You're in a boat where it's like, if I'm not working, then I'm not making money. Mm-hmm. But uh, so outside of getting to do all your work and 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 a pretty much a full time job, um, what what's your what's your hobby, honey? Um, that's one area that I I should was talking to my wife recently. Is I have a lot of hobbies. Like I like I like to play basketball. I I just I like. Being active, I just find I don't have time to do it. That's kind of the area that I'm, I'm lacking. Um, 
yeah, I'm definitely like sports, especially basketball. I love playing. I used to play weekly and then I hurt my back about a year ago and I kind of just laid off the basketball. <laughs> and with my age, I was like, ah, I better lay off. Um, but yeah, I like biking as well. Um, our short summers here, don't in Toronto, it's, uh, you know, get a couple months of biking with my cousin once in a while whenever we can. Um, but besides that, I don't have, like, I feel like, it's kind of sad to say, but maybe it's a good thing to say. But like my, I, I feel like I am. My hobby is my is my, the software that I'm working on. Like that's the, whenever free time I have, that's not affecting my family time or any other time. I like to do something that goes for my business because I, I I know it's a business, but I feel it's it's something I've always wanted to build. So it's kind of my hobby slash business. But I I do want to focus on getting hobbies that are not business related and spending time on those. I just find it difficult. Um, I just feel my my brain is consumed by the business side of it. And so much I want to do and grow, and and it's it's fun. I think that's why it's just fun. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the things I I haven't touched my turntables in like over two years because of t- all my free time has gone pretty much to the to the business. Anytime that I'm um, awake and focused, being able to focus enough to get work done is when I get work done. Not like, cause, cause playing with the turntables is fun, but it's not like you still need to, it's not like sitting down and playing a video game or something that like that, you know, yeah, you really need to be awake. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I actually have, I've always wanted to, to get into DJing. I find that you say that I pulled, I had turn, I bought a turntable when I was, before I got married many years ago and I haven't used it and I pulled it out about a year ago and I set it up and my kids played with it. They had a good time. <laughs> but ever since, I pulled it out for that same purpose, just to tinker with it and have, you know, just have that an hour of just goofing off and having fun not working. I haven't, I haven't done it. I haven't found the time to do it. When my kids keep asking me, hey, can we play on the turntables again? And I say, oh, sure. It's fun to play with the kids. But again, it's not my alone hobby time because like like you, like, I feel like I every free time I, I want to, be putting in into my business and because i i enjoy it like i'm sure you enjoy it as well absolutely absolutely yeah i wouldn't be doing it otherwise i it was funny i was having a conversation with somebody at a party uh a few months back and they were like oh so is this the only thing that you do and i was like wow could i imagine my life if i just had one job Mm -hmm. like where that's it like i just i don't have to worry about anything else like that, that would be, that would be, it's like, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but at the same time, like I don't ever plan to retire. I, I would still do like book writing and probably podcasting video and all that stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's not a, I mean, it's a job, not a job. It's, it's fun. Uh, yes. That's the thing. Like having, being, having fun in your business while still being productive and profitable, it's, it's a good place to be. You can Absolutely. always do more, but as long as you're not killing the fun out of it, especially when you're starting. I mean, you have to, that's what keeps you going, right? If you don't enjoy it, if it's dreadful, when you first start something, you're never going to continue it. Never. That's what I found. Like if I didn't enjoy what I was doing, there's no way I would have toughed out those first few years, those late nights and, you know, uncertainty. And, you know, I just did it because I knew I'm, I was enjoying it, but I knew it was going to pay off. It was building something I've always wanted. And if I, I would have had regrets if I didn't take that action and, and get started. 
No, I, I agree. So real quick, I want to remind everyone that they're listening to the Dreamers podcast in case uh, for some reason they are walking by and hearing this. Uh, I'm your host, Joe Pardo, and I'm interviewing Hani Mora. And uh, Hani, I'm curious, what's been your biggest roadblock? Biggest roadblock? Um, I'll give you kind of two examples. One was, like the main one I find now is myself. <laughs> I find that I talk myself down and out of things. So I find that, you know, when I want to do something, I kind of say, oh, you know, you're not good enough or, you know, don't do that. You, you can't do it. You know, I kind of talk myself down and then I catch myself doing it. And then I try to filter that out as much as I can. But I find myself, I get myself and I put myself in the way in my head, but also I put myself in a way where I'm a afraid to let go of some things in my business so I can I need to delegate more and I think that's a big one for me lately especially as more and more products come out I need to add more team members and delegate some more responsibility and I I don't want to say I'm afraid I just have a hard time finding you know finding the right person and also just finding the ability to just let it go (laughs) just to let that responsibility go and I think when I do that it's going to be awesome because the business will grow for sure. I know it. I just, I need to let that go internally and, and get someone to help me out in different aspects of my business. I mean, I guess, have you not watched Frozen enough with you, with your daughters? <laughs> let it go, let it go. Yeah. Oh, I watched that movie a thousand times. <laughs> I just, yeah, it's, um, it's tough to do. You just got to let it go. But it's, you know, it's something you, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm my own obstacle. Like if I just, get over myself and then and I know the business will grow faster and give me more time to focus on the on the right things I should be focusing on instead of the small things that are not really helping grow and I think I think I'll, I have a feeling a lot of people go through it especially when you're kind of early on in business and your team is small and yeah you want to control everything uh, even when it's not small when you get later on like you know you could have a hundred employees and still be doing way more than you should be True. Yeah. Or like you could be doing the wrong things, like (laughs) focusing on the smaller things, not really stepping back and looking at the big picture and and where the company is growing and where the product's growing. So that's definitely one area I need to work on. Uh, At least I recognize it in myself that I'm doing it. I'm having a hard time getting out of that cycle, but I, you know, first step is to recognize the problem. So I'm (laughs) I'm there. (laughs) I got to that stage. I'm there. Um, so I, I am actually actively looking to kind of outsource some or more some of the stuff that I do that I shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and and like, what's one of the ways that you help uh, justify it to yourself that you can that you can let it go? Um, it's just I just have to learn that it's not going to be. It may not be done exactly the way I wanted it or the way I want it to be. But it's still going to get done, and it's going to get done right. It just may not be done exactly the way I'm going to be doing. I have to accept that, and uh, I think it's tough for some people. But like I know, I'm I'm starting to let go now. I'm just giving more confidence in in the development team, and just say, you know, here's what I need to do. Here's kind of here's what I wanted to do. Make it happen instead of getting involved in how to how to make that happen. I used to get involved in how to design things on a very low level. I was like, I, I, my team is confident now. Like, I've been doing it for a while. Let's let them 
let them decide. You know, I trust them. You know, we have that relationship where I trust their decision making. So, you know, I'm I'm coming to terms with that. I'm I'm getting comfortable with that. Um, so, I but I just feel like with any product or business, marketing is a, is a big part of it, and I feel like I'm not doing enough marketing or hardly any marketing at all. So. If I want really the business to grow, I need to put effort in marketing, whether I do it myself or I hire someone to do it with me. But I, I feel like I, the marketing part is something I, I kind of enjoy. It's a little different than my technical stuff. I kind of enjoy being out there talking to customers. So um, I do want to focus more on that and getting more people to focus on the technical side and give me more time to focus on the marketing side. And and can I just say that I I feel like I'm very fortunate that that my daughter was born after Frozen uh, explosion, <laughs> uh, and because now all she wants to watch is Moana, and I and I can get behind that movie. Yeah, that was a good movie too. Yeah, yeah, the music because the music if it's not the movie playing, it's the music playing off the Amazon Echo like around the clock. <laughs> yeah, my kids love Moana too, but yeah, Frozen was like over and over and over and over again at least they're over it now they're at least they got past that stage <laughs> uh so speaking of, of of childhood uh what was your childhood dream childhood dream um that's a tough one um I can't, as, a, as a child i've always wanted I mean, i've always thought myself doing something with computers i mean as a really young kid with my dad always had a computer around the house, and we always just grew up with a computer and technical, like not technical, like being on a computer, tinkering around, and I, I enjoyed that. We were fortunate to have that because back then, you know, not everybody had a computer in the house. So I always knew I wanted to do something with computers. I had no idea what it was, um, but it wouldn't be childhood. But I would say, like maybe in the past about five, six, seven years ago, I just I just knew that I wanted to create something that's my own. Um, like when I've been, you know, been working for a company, I've been building software and managing software teams and it's great. It's fulfilling. It's awesome. We built some really cool stuff, but it's not my own. It's not like my creation. I'm building it for somebody else, which is still good. It's fun. It's, you learn a lot, but I've always wanted to create something. So I would say probably in the past five, six years, seven years ago, I, that's when I started to get that itch. It's like, I need to, to create something that's mine, like kind of. Give it a go. Like, can I do this? Yes or no. If I don't, fine. That's fine. If I if I try and I fail, that's fine. But I need to try. And that's why I guess I think four years ago is when I did that first WordPress plugin because I wanted to start something small and uh, see how it went. And I'm glad I did. I mean, even if it failed, I'd be glad I did because I feel like I tried and I got you know, I got it off the door. I got it off the ground. If it failed, no problem. I didn't give up. <laughs> And I'm thankful that you did too. So, so there's that. You, you, you got at least one person that's super happy, no, other, that's than, awesome. other than yourself, and, and, of, course, and of course your mom. Oh, of uh, <laughs> so, uh, honey, uh, what are your what are your dreams of the future looking like? Um, well, I mean, the first kind of dream slash goal is to be able to sustain myself and my family with the you know with the products that I have right now. Um, so yeah, it's kind of transition to doing this full time, which is, you know, it's a short term goal. It's always been the dream, but now it's like, okay, it's getting closer to closer to reality and just focusing on that. 
Uh, long term, um, just kind of along the same lines. It's just having more freedom because of this, the, this, the nature of the business and the team around it. Having more freedom to spend time with, you know, with family and uh, you know, travel whenever we can. It's tough now because the kids are still relatively young. And uh, but yeah, I would say just getting just having more time to spend with the kids and and the family before we get to the point where they don't want to spend time with us anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, Hani, how can people connect with you? Um, yeah, I, I found the best way just to head on to my website. It's just uh, hanimora.com. Uh, it's H-A-N-I-M-O-U-R-R-A.com. It's, it has links to my Facebook, Twitter, uh, different software projects, some podcast interviews. Just it's a little one-page thing about me, and you can reach out. Uh, to my blog yeah just head over to handymoro.com and you know i'm happy to connect with you awesome well i will definitely have that in the show notes at dreamerspodcast.com uh honey i really appreciate you taking the time today uh to to come over and be on the dreamers podcast um is there any last thoughts you'd like to share um basically take action if you have an idea, you have a vision, even if you don't know where you're necessarily going or what the next step is, take one step forward and and see where it leads. Because it may lead you somewhere that's not exactly where you wanted, but at least you've made one step forward in the right direction. So take action. Take that first step. It doesn't have to be a big step. So if you have an idea, a vision, take the first step. And the first step might be to figure out if you can let it go. <laughs> there you go. Honey, uh, thank you again. Uh, I would love to have you on the show again in like a year to follow up and see how everything's been going. Oh, absolutely. Hopefully, things will be, you know, up, keep going up in a positive direction. And yeah, I'm excited and I appreciate you having me on the show, Joe. It's been, an, uh, we've known each other for a while, but uh, I'm honored to be on your show. I'm honored to have you, my friend. Uh, and if you've been honored to listen to this episode of the dreamers podcast, uh, you know, you can leave a rating review, whatever, but just share it with a friend. That's, that's really all I ask is that if you got something out of this, if you get something out of the show, share the show with a friend so they can get something out of it. And I will catch you all next week. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the business podcast featuring super Joe Pardo. Get more business content at superjoepardo.com. If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on The Business Podcast, send an email to joe at superjoepardo.com. The Business Podcast is copyrighted to 234 Solutions, LLC.